Hey y'all, what's up? This is Hope and this is Light Conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm just so encouraged by the messages that we get um, every week, just saying how the podcasts have blessed you. Um, It's been such a blessing to me too, and I've just so enjoyed um, our time and doing this every week. So again, just thank you for listening. I hope today that you learned something new and are encouraged. Today, my guest is Alicia Davis. Hey, Alicia, how you doing? Good, Hope. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. I, it's a blessing to be able to share um, the work that I get now, how I'm now able to apply it to my now life. Amen. Amen. So Alicia's been um, at the ministry, gosh, what, for like 10 years now? Yeah, going on 11. Yeah. Uh, your boys came in and they were like below 10 and now yes. they're fully in their 20s. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crazy. So, um, yeah. So Alicia, like I said, Alicia's been with us for a long time and um, Alicia's changed a lot over the years, got a lot of revelation, gone through some tough things, but the tough things are what makes us grow, right? Thank you, Jesus, for your sacred yes. blood that cleanses us. <laughs> Amen. So today we're going to be talking about a message called Pregnant with a Promise. Now, if you're a guy and you're listening to this, you're like, hey, I can't get pregnant. And you know what? That's true. Thank the Lord it's true. Um, but when we, when someone's pregnant, um, there, there's always something to come, right? So you can see in the natural with your eyes that um, in the womb of a woman that's pregnant, um, that because her belly grows, um, she's going to birth something. She's going to birth a child, right? So how Apostle's broken that down for us has been, you know, there is a promise to come, but at the time it's hidden, right? Because you can't actually see that child. And I think that's so powerful because if we think about the promises of God, we believe it. We believe that something is going to happen because maybe the word says that, or maybe it's something the Lord has told you personally, but at the time we can't actually see it. So we're just going completely off of faith, right? So this message has been very powerful. We're now in the month of Av, and um, you know, last month was Tammuz, so it's now Av um, according to the Hebrew calendar. And Tammuz was all about idols. And as Mitch and I talked about last week, it was a tough month. And I think Alicia, you can probably agree. Yeah. Yes, that a lot of intense. a lot of stuff was revealed, and you know it's really tough to look at your idols because a lot of times we don't even know that that's um, you know something that's been held over us. But now, as we move into the month of Av, that means Father, and I think that's so powerful because um, we have a good, good Father, and everything the Lord is good, um, no matter what happens to us, He's good, and He always has better things for us to come. The blood always speaks a better word, and whether or not you had a good Father in the natural growing up, um, or now, I can tell you without a doubt that you have a good Father in heaven, and He sees you, He acknowledges you, and He wants you to love Him as much as He loves you, and so. As we move into this month, we're, we're really talking a lot about the promise and how God is God of the promise. Um, and if you, if you think about it with a natural father, if, if you're a kid and you go to a baseball game and your dad tells you that he's going to show up for that game, you know, you you believe him, right? Because that's your dad and he said he's going to show up. And so that's what we kind of have to think about it with our God. You know, if, if you ask him for something or he tells you he's going to do something, he's going to do it. You know what? That natural dad might not show up for a baseball game, but the word says that God is not a man that he should lie. He's always going to show up and come through because his promises are yes and amen. So again, the name of the message is Pregnant with a Promise. So today, Alicia and I are going to be talking a lot about promises and things that have been fulfilled or maybe things that haven't been fulfilled. But I do want to always start with a little bit of scripture here. Um, I'm reading out of um, 2 Corinthians 1, 18 through 22. But as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. 
for the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the one who was proclaimed among you by us, by me, Sylvanius and Timothy, was not yes and no, but has always been yes in him. For every one of God's promises are yes in him. Therefore, also through him, the amen is spoken to the glory we give to God. But it is God who establishes us together with you in Christ and who anointed us, who also sealed us and gave us the Spirit in our hearts as a down payment. And I also want to read Numbers 23, 19. I've already referenced it. But God is not a man that he should lie, nor a human being that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it happen? So everything God tells us, it's true. Everything that he says he will do, he will do. Um, And like I said, there's so many promises in scripture. So those are already guaranteed to us. But there's also promises that he's made to us personally. So Alicia, can you share maybe something that um, you've gone through that the Lord has um, told you that would come to pass and how he has fulfilled that in your life thus far? Um, Yes, one of the things um, for me would be um, coming into the ministry, I was into a lot of sin, which um, basically my main one was sexual immorality, which brought two kids about. And, you know, the word says that the Lord can cleanse you and make you new again. So that was one of the things that I would always do. I said, you know, Lord, I want to be new because I don't know. I didn't know the word then like I know the word now. So I wanted to be a new person. Right. And knowing that I had to do the work. And so I would be like, okay, Lord, I know that you said that you would make me new again, but I didn't know how it was going to look, right. how it was going to pan out. So years and years, I was trucked along. I'm just like, Lord, I'm not really seeing a difference. Well, the thing about it was, was I wasn't getting the fullness of the scripture. Yes, the Lord will make you new again, but I also had work that I had to do. Right. So once I started to do that work, the newness came was it came about and it was just like one day I was just like oh my god I'm not the same person anymore I didn't right. have the same thoughts I mean I didn't I didn't even look the same yeah and when I started to do the work it was just like it was a cloth that missing pieces were missing mm. but the pieces started to be filled in right uh, one of the ones um was really I actually wanted a father for my kids and so I always pray Lord Jesus give my kids uh, you know a father but it's just like we pray things, but we have to be pacific in what we ask. Right, for. because you never really know. Uh, one of my favorite things about the Lord is sometimes you ask Him for things, and you think it's going to be one way, but it's a completely different way. But it's not only different, but uh, most of the time it's better because God always has better things for us. Right, and so in my mind, okay, the Lord is just going to give my kids a, a father, and. Well, me, I was thinking, okay, a father and a companion for me. But right. I didn't speak that. I just spoke a father for my kids. Yeah. Well, sure enough, it happened. <laughs> God put a, a whole family. Right. Gave my kids a whole nother family, another mom, siblings. And I was just like, okay, Lord, this is not, this is not what I meant. Yeah, this but, is not okay. what I meant. <laughs> and so then that was another teaching for me to talk to God just like I'm talking to a person, just like he's sitting right there at me. And just to be open I mean sometimes I have to write down things before I actually ask for them or before I actually speak them because I'd be like oh okay I don't want to leave out anything right because I believe that he's going to fulfill their promise for me that's right so you want to get all the good you can out of it right and then overall I mean it doesn't happen right then but even during whenever I'm pregnant with it and I can't see it right I can get a little doubtful, but then I'm like, sure. no, Alicia, you know, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. 
And that's what keeps me going. And it's just like now the Lord, he fulfilled that promise. Right. And gave my kids more than I even asked him for. So now whenever I ask him for something else, I know that it's going to happen. Right. Right. And so whenever the devil wants to come and sit on my shoulder and whisper in my ear, I'm like, no, he did it. In these situations, so he's going to fulfill it, it in again. this situation, but it's not in my timing. That's right. Because right now I'm pregnant with it and the, it, the preparation has to come. There's work that I have to do because, yeah, he's going to give it to me. He's not, not going to give it to me until I can hold on to it. Yeah, until absolutely. I, until I have that capacity to when he inserts it to me that I can hold on to. It. It's not going to be taken away from me by the devil that's right yeah so there's a couple of things that i want to that you brought up that i want to go back to so one of those things was you know you you didn't know you said you didn't know the word like you know now right so i feel like like when you first came into the ministry and you first got a revelation of jesus um it was like you just felt bad yeah but you didn't really know why you felt bad exactly you just didn't feel clean you just didn't and but now and over time you've got the revelation of the word because that's the thing y'all y'all can read the word and read and read and read and read but you're just getting it in your head it's not downloading into your spirit and so therefore it's not changing anything it's not affecting anything so alicia i'm sure you knew the scripture growing up but that doesn't mean that it meant anything to you yes i knew the scriptures but i didn't know how to take them and apply it to my life that's right i would read them and be like okay they'll talk about those people back then yeah so then when I came here and got Apostle would teach and I'd be like, oh, my God. Never heard it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That just happened to me yesterday yeah. or the week before. Right. And so I was just like, OK, so he's actually talking about me so I can take this and apply it to my life. And it helped me to see that the word is a template. That's of right. How we're supposed to, to live. live. Our life. Absolutely. Because it's just like when I was in dead church in religion. It was just like, okay, well, they ain't talking to me. I would go it's, in. I'm cool. Yeah. yeah. I would go in and leave the same way I came in and yeah. didn't, I mean, nothing stuck. Right. But then when I was able to take it and apply it to my life, it was just like I could grab a hold to it. And I remembered it. And so when things came up, okay, I can, I can read the scripture. I can work it. And it's just, it's, it, it's deeper. Yeah. But now something else too is this wasn't an overnight experience Definitely for you not. because you know for for a while you know you you were just here you were yes. just hearing but you weren't applying anything right. because it's almost like y'all it's it's almost too much when you get when you get the revelation of the Holy Spirit when you get the revelation of Jesus that's everything you know that's foundational but. It takes time to be able to digest. Think about a baby. When they're first born, all they can digest is their mother's milk or formula, right? And then they work up to like, you know, uh, fruits pureed up, right? And it takes a while for them to be able to eat a steak, right? So it's the same way with the Word of God. It's the same way with the revelation of the Lord. You have to work your way up to be able to receive things. So it, it took a while, for stuff to stick and for your life to change, right? right? There was things initially that were like, bam, mm-hmm. this is different. Right. But it took, a, of course, it took a while for you to be where you are now. Yes. Um, one of the things was I, I would come in, like I said, I would get the word and I would just be like, okay, yeah, you're shaking my head, yeah, but I still didn't get the fullness of it. And um, then we got a message from one apostle said, you know, we have people can be just bobbing heads and saying yes but you really don't get it yeah and that gave me a comfort of when something came about through scripture and i really didn't get it it opened up the door for me to be comfortable to go to somebody in 
that was more mature to me and ask questions. So good. And be like, you know, hey, I I heard this I heard this, but I'm really not getting it. Right. So there it opened the door for things to be broken down further to me where I could, like Hope said, the milk. Yeah. Where I could digest it because some things come about and everybody's at a different level. So you have to take it for where you are and okay, I need help. Yeah. But some things you need help with and some things you don't. Where the thing the areas that you need help with to be vulnerable and say, Hey, I need help that shows the desire that exactly. you have. And that I didn't always have that desire. Right. But by coming and starting starting the work, the desire grows. I think that's so good because it's like, Okay, I hear this, I know it's the word of God, so I believe it, but I don't understand or Honestly, this really offends me. Can you help me um, break this down so I can apply it to my life so I don't move in offense? You know, Um, because like Alicia said, the word of God is a template for our lives. But that doesn't mean it's easy, y'all. There's so many things in the scripture that I read even now that I'm like, dang, Jesus, you want me to do that? (laughs) Right. You you want me to suffer like that? You want me to sacrifice that? Y'all, Jesus never promised us an easy life. Paul, Apostle Paul certainly did promise us an easy life um so there are going to be things that are difficult whether we're living by the word word or things happen to us in the word world there's going to be difficulties um so i think that's so good alicia but the the other thing i wanted to mention too was you talked about you know you believe the word that it's going to make you new right but you had to do some work too right so that really takes us back to the message about being pregnant with a promise because as y'all know i don't have to give an anatomy lesson but you know for a baby to be born it has to take two things right it has to take the seed and it has to take the egg right so generally you know that's a man and a woman coming together and forming a child right so in if y'all can switch from that natural um biological sense to the spirit the the word says that um that when a seed is planted the lord will bring the increase right so the the holy spirit plants the seed the the there's plenty of scriptures that talk about how the word of god is a seed right so when the word is planted in us um we have the seed and we can work it we can garden it we can um supplement that with being around other believers um by assembling with the body by listening to the word by reading the word ourselves but the scripture says that the lord brings increase right or in this case he brings the birthing so it does take a, it's it takes a partnership because for the word to be implanted in you alicia you, you had to be open right to receive the word but then there was some pruning that you had to do yes. there was some things that you had to do to to make sure um you know like with a baby you can't just do whatever you want you can't drink whatever you want you can't eat whatever you want because that baby has to be healthy just like you have to be healthy so there was stuff that you had to do too so that that promise could be birthed yeah and one of the things i could that really um helped me was i would i was still going places that i shouldn't have been going right and i didn't really understand because i mean i would go but i wasn't doing the same things that people there were doing and you know, it was, you know, afterwards you would get it, but why was I even there? But, you know, the devil, he comes to kill, still and destroy. Right. So, of course, he would make you in the natural, like, it's okay, but it was more, it was deeper than the natural. It was in the spirit because that gave the devil room to accuse me. Right. That's good. So, 
I, I had I had to, that was the the milk for me, and I had to go and say, hey, I really don't understand this. I really don't understand why I can't go to these places, why I can't be in these right. places. But it's just like no, you have to understand that in the spirit realm, things can affect. Yeah, and it could be you could be totally innocent, right? But the devil can accuse you, and you'd be like, oh, okay, wow. So when I got the revelation of that it was like a, t- a total shift yeah and it's just like now because i know that even if i can go somewhere and man may not know but god knows everything that's right so you have to be so fine-tuned to the spirit because you can be led places and you almost about to put your foot somewhere where you have no business that's right and you have to be like well no because my question to myself is would god go here yeah. And that helps me a lot. Right. To not to put my foot on territory that I shouldn't be that's to not be able to be defiled because even though I'm there and I'm not actually doing the things that other people are doing, I could still be defiled by right. that way. Right. And my thing It's just not worth it. No. And you have to know that you're not so I mean, God is no respectable person. No. So you don't have to feel like, well, oh, I can't be touched just because I'm but Things are working behind the scenes. Yeah. It's more of behind the scenes than what we see with our natural eye. And that's what actually helps me a lot. I'd be like, okay, Lord, the Lord, you know, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't go here. Well and, and he knows better than right than we do. I know I can I can tell countless times like um, you know, I've been driving around or something and you know, like just like on an errand day or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in your mind I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go here and I, I've been about to go somewhere just on my normal route or whatever and the Lord will be like, No. Yeah. I'll be like, But God, it'll take me like five minutes and he's like, No, no. And y'all, I don't know why I shouldn't have gone there, but what if I had a car accident exactly. or what if I ran into somebody that maybe I have no interest in running into or, you know, I don't know who knows. But the, the fact of the matter is when the Lord says no, the Lord says no. Right. And you better listen because it would be for your benefit to listen. And, you know, on the other side of that is when the Lord says no, it's no. And when he says yes, it's yes. It's like yeah. we could be somewhere and the Lord says stop here. You'd be like, I don't know why I'm stopping here. But it's just like the times when the Lord says go here or go there or do this and do that. It's always I end up being able to share with someone, being able to speak an encouraging word to someone. And then when I, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, because I wouldn't have, I would have, I would have missed that opportunity. Yeah. So it's just like in those er- in those moments, you're so thankful. And then in the other areas, when he says no, and you really don't see the fullness of no, it's still, but Jesus, I thank you. That's right. That's right. Well, it's just like I said, you know, Lord's a good father, period. Right. So everything that he has us do is for our benefit, whether it's the yeses or whether it's the noes. No. It is always for our benefit. But sometimes, you know, he, you might not know exactly like I said, you might know, not know, and you might not know for years, um, or you might not ever know the side of heaven, but you just have, that's another thing that you just have to trust the Lord. And th- that brings me to um, another scripture, and Alicia, you brought it up too about timing, and this scripture really has helped me so much this week. In context, it's really talking about Jesus coming back, but if you can shift that a little bit and think about it. 
from what we're talking about now. It's Second um, Peter 3, 8 through 9. And it says, Now, dear friends, do not let this one thing escape your notice, that a single day is like a thousand years with the Lord, and a thousand years are like a single day. The Lord is not slow concerning his promise, as some regard slowness, but is being patient towards you, because he does not wish for any to perish for all to come to repentance for all but for all to come to repentance so i mean that that scripture says a lot but basically like alicia's time and my time and it's not like the lord's time and right so what may seem like a long time to us for promises to be fulfilled or for us to find out why something happened that's not a long time to the lord um and when we go to heaven it's going to be just like that for us a, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day so we can't regard it as slowness right so you know, I've been praying for something for years and I feel like I'm ready for some for, for this, but I can't be like, well, the Lord doesn't hear me. The Lord doesn't, you know, believe I'm ready. It's not like that. It's just not the time. Is that extremely difficult sometimes? Absolutely. But I just have to trust that I don't want anything prematurely. Just like you don't want to birth a baby prematurely. You don't want things to be fulfilled prematurely. Because if it's not the Lord's time, and I don't want it. Right. It's not as good as it could be. Um, and so something else, too, Alicia, is at the end of the scripture, it says, because he, d- but he's being patient toward you because he does not wish for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. So what you were talking about, like with sexual immorality, with sin, you when you got that revelation well i actually have to do something really what you were saying is you had to come to a place of repentance right i had to repent i had to first admit admit to myself that i had a problem and what was and i had to go back to what was really the root of the problem yeah and then once i really got what the root of the problem was it's just that and it came from early childhood Mm -hmm. it's just like when i i wanted to feel my parents they loved me but they didn't Give me the love that I that I that I longed for. Right. And so instead, it was a like a sex for love. Yeah. And I mean, when you look at, I mean, how long does it last? Not very long. Right. So it's but God's love is always there. Right. And so it was just like it was a counterfeit of what I really That's so wanted. Good. Yeah. But then when I got a taste of God's love, it helped me to be able to fully the comp- it was a complete right once I admitted it and was like okay Lord I, 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 I've tasted I've tasted your love and this is what I want but it was just like when I repented and gave that up the Lord replaced it with something so, so much good. better which was his love so good and it's just like once you get a taste of that you be like oh Lord I, this is what I've this been longing real. for I want to hold on to it yeah so you do the work to be able to hold on right. to it because I mean you you just have to realize you can you can fall back so quick yeah because that's what the devil wants to do so he's gonna throw these darts at you to try to pull you back but you have to be alert and be like you know Lord no no uh, no that's not what I want yeah and you have to be reminded of I mean it's just like it's not good to look back but it's just, you for you forgive the the people if you, if people were involved but don't forget right because you can always you know how much torment it brought you and you don't want to be there God doesn't want you there so it helps me to be like oh I know I know how my body felt and how right. my thinking was back then how distorted it was right and I don't 
want to be there because the Lord has brought me out of that and there's so much lightness so much peace yeah and I, I just want to go forward in that because I know there's only better right with going forward yeah and I think that's really good because it's you know temptation in itself is not a sin right we're all tempted Jesus was tempted um but you have a choice you always have a choice and so what you're saying is so good because you don't forget you know like hope okay hope you have this choice in front of you what are you going to do are mm-hmm. you going to go this way or are you going to go this way well if i go this way i remember how i felt when i was moving in this all the time do i want to move in that again you know this could really hurt people around me that i truly love and that truly love me is that really worth it and Y'all, y'all, y'all might think, oh, it's not that serious, but it really is, y'all. I mean, even if it's not sexual immorality, like Alicia's talking about, it could be something smaller. But everything that you do affects you, but it doesn't only affect you. It affects those that love you. Everyone well. that's connected to you. And so it is, it is very, very important. And honestly, it affects the Lord, too. Yes. You know, people are like, oh, well, the Lord doesn't need me. But yes, he does. Not only does the Lord need you, but he wants you. Because God's not going to come down from heaven and do work on the earth himself. He wants you, and he needs you to do that work for him. Um, and so we can grieve the Lord. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. The Word says that. So when we make bad decisions, the Holy Spirit is 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 grieved. It's not like our parents parents when we're growing up i'm not mad i'm just disappointed you know that was the worst it's not really like that but he's grieved because he knows that we've made a step towards destruction he's grieved for us because because he knows that we're going to suffer because of that and he never wants that for us um and so it is it is extremely important and so that's what repentance is y'all repentance is like alicia said wow i have a problem and I see this problem, and I'm going to resolve today to change. Does that mean that you're not going to stumble? I think, Alicia, you can say you stumbled. Yes. Even after you made that decision. Yes. Um, and and that is when the devil will come back and be like, well, Alicia, you really didn't make this decision. And you- the thing about it is, yes, I, I, fa- I, I fell multiple times, but I didn't stay down. I got back up. Exactly. Because the devil's going to come and be like, Alicia, you, you're not for real. Like, th- right. th- you didn't really make this decision. Because that's what he does. The scripture calls him the accuser of the brethren. He's always going to come and accuse you. And But the scripture also says that we're to agree with our adversary. Right. So, Alicia, I know you could look at the devil and say, you're right. You know what, devil? You're right. I did screw up. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that I'm a screw up. Exactly. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to stay here. And that was my thing. You know it, the devil would come and accuse me a lot and I would have to remind him of you know what yeah I came in agreement that's who I used to be but that's not who I am now exactly and that even with me hearing that it causes a shift that's right and sometimes you do have to say it out of your mouth yeah. because your ears need to hear that your soul needs to hear that um, I was just telling somebody the other day about you know speaking negatively like you know I hear what you're saying I understand why you're feeling like that but when you speak that out of your mouth your ears hear that and your flesh hears that and it grabs hold of it it's the same way whether you're speaking positively or negatively you have to say things out of your mouth sometimes and the thing um, the scripture also says that we've been bought with a high price yeah and I had to actually get it because I didn't know my worth right but now I'm seeing my worth so you know even sometimes I have to watch I have to be like wait a minute because I can I could be somewhere I'd be like, oh, wait a minute, Alicia. I have to check myself. and be Right. Because like, I even feel like I'm walking like I know my worth. But, you know, people can get that kind of twist. So I'd be like, okay, wait a minute, Alicia. I'd be like, but no, that's who God says I am. So I'd be like, okay. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. But, you know, I check it in just so my motives up here. I 
keep it moving. Sometimes I have to pipe it down a little bit. Right. But it's just like you you have to be in tune and we have to check ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I and y'all might be saying, what does any of this have to do with the promise? But y'all, sometimes it's hard to hang on to the promise. Yes. You know, it is hard. And so Alicia is talking about a personal thing. You know, so she had, she wanted to be new. She wanted to be cleansed from sexual immorality and be a new person. And she wanted a father for her boys, right? So these things are really personal. Um, but I'm sure a lot of y'all listening have maybe gone through that or maybe are still going through that. Um, but the the Lord has scripture, I mean, promises in the word, you know, um, we talked about Passover and there's Passover promises, right? Um, for instance, that an angel will be with you. And so those are promises made in scripture. So those are for everybody, yes. you know, <laughs> that has a blanket promise for everybody. Um, it says in Psalms, forget not my benefits. Right. So, um, we have to hang on to these, but sometimes it is hard mm-hmm. and it's hard when you're waiting and it's hard. It sometimes it's even hard when you think it's going to look one way and it doesn't look that way. Um, it's flat hard. My my uh, my mom talks about being pregnant with me, and she had many miscarriages. And um, when she was pregnant with me, there was times where she didn't think that I was going to be born, right? Um, and so it was hard for her to hang on and say, no, I'm going to have this baby. The Lord told me I was going to have this baby, and I'm going to have this baby. So just like that was a promise, that was a pregnancy, literally, um, it's, it's the same it's the same here. It's the same with any promise that the Lord has given us. Um, but it is it is extremely difficult in the waiting, even if you can see the promise starting to manifest, right? Right. So even if you can see the, the womb growing in a woman, there's still that chance. You still feel like there's a chance that that baby won't be born, right? Right. Or you still might say, well, Lord, I see you kind of moving right now, but I'm still not 100% sure this is going to come all the way out for me. So you just got to help me out right yeah. now, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, going back to Passover and promises, <clears throat> I, you know, we give Passover for, you know, for that blood, that sacred blood to be for for that to be on our foreheads, for that right. to be over our houses. And I look at the many times of I could have died. Yeah, I literally. Dead. And I know that because. That's in the word Passover. And because I give Passover and it's a true Passover, I know that, that that's the promise that has been fulfilled over me, that the death angel has passed over me, Amen. that the death angel has passed over my kids, my family. I mean, even people that's that's not my family that's connected, connected. to me because mm-hmm. it's just like I have a whole spiritual family now. Right. And I, the Lord helps me to intercede for them. And I believe that in my intercession that those promises I mean, they're they're being stirred. I mean, fire are being put behind the promises. So it's just like, yes, everything that I do, it's not just about me. That's right. It involves everybody that's connected to me. Absolutely. And it's just like, I want my life to be a sign and a wonder for people to be like, oh, okay, I knew you then. Well, what, what, why did you change? What happened? Right. And that uh, that starts a prompt. That starts other people to see their promise to know that they're a gift too. Because right. so many people these days don't even realize that they're a gift. That was another thing that I had to get my with my worth that I am a gift. Right, and you're necessary. Right, and that I I play a vital part. That's right. And if 
that helped me a lot and I believe if a lot of people would get the trueness and come out of the religion part and know that everybody is a gift yeah that the Lord has given everybody a gift you have a purpose here on earth right that we, it's we, life changing yeah it is truly life changing it is it, it helps you not to just to, it helps you not to do a lot of things, to not yeah. be involved in a lot of things when you know that I really have a purpose that the Lord really has a work for me to do here on earth. Right. That I'm not just just walking around day to day like, okay, a lot, a lot of. No, right. you're you not have a work to You're do. not living life just for yourself. No. And you're not even living life just for the Lord, right? It, I mean, if. I mean, of course, you have children and your children rely on you, but there's other people that rely on you, too. Right. And it's just like now, my boys were in the house, and it's just like now, they're not. But the promise is still there, and I know that the Lord is going to bring them back to right. Him. But my thing is, right now, I'm not focused on them because, see, I don't know where their desire is. But I'm focusing on, focusing on people that are seeking the, th- the same thing that right. I'm seeking, that's seeking well, Jesus Christ. The word says, seek first the kingdom, kingdom of God, and all these things will be added on right. to you, right? So it's just like, I don't just sit and focus on myself. Oh, I'm sitting here praying for my children. No. Right. I'm praying We I'm praying for the apostolic school. I'm praying for any for anybody that has any issues going on. I'm right. praying for our territory. I'm praying just for God, for things to be returned to Jesus Christ. That's right. And in, in doing that, You'll get personal promises right. fulfilled too. That's good. <laughs> That's good to bring up because I think people do get so bogged down in a what they don't have or or b what they're waiting for. You know, whatever that they can't see the bigger picture. Um, you know, you have to see the bigger picture and say, okay, like you said earlier, Lisa, about. You know, I see where I came from. I see the promises that you fulfilled. So really, that's fuel for me. Mm-hmm. But you also you also have to see things that are going on around you. And it's not that your issues aren't important. They are. It's not that your promises aren't important. They are. But, you know, other people have stuff going on to you. Right. And um, I think I may have mentioned this before, but I remember years ago, one of my friends, um, I, I texted her. I was just having a really bad day. And I felt the Lord was telling me to reach out to her. And I just told her, you know, I, I'm just I'm really not feeling good. I'm just not feeling right. I'm really troubled. And she said, you know, something that always helps me is to pray for other people. Mm-hmm. And y'all, I, I've never forgotten that. And it really does help because when you take the focus off yourself and you start praying for others and lifting others up, maybe even calling other people, when you encourage others, it encourages yourself too, right? Right. So when you focus on others, when you focus on the kingdom of God, all these things will be added onto you. That's literally what the word says. And as our apostle always likes to say, all means all means all, oh, right? Yep. So all these things will be added on t- unto you. The desires of your heart, the things that align with the Lord's kingdom kingdom for your life they will be added unto you um and y'all again that goes right back to the promise right um because the 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 lord has given us so many promises in scripture and he's given us so many promises personally and really those have the ability to be recognized to be fulfilled but we just have to have the faith to do that and it is tough it's hard it is it is tough to hang on sometimes but it's a beautiful thing when it comes to pass because you give all the glory to God. Right. And, you know, it gets tough, but the Lord didn't say it wouldn't be tough. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, in the toughness, we're just being strengthened. That's right. That's right. You know, I, we've talked a lot about um, the, the Israelites in the desert. You know, they, they got delivered out of Egypt, right? The Lord 
I mean, part of the sea, you know, miracle upon miracle. Um, but when Joshua and Caleb and the other spies went into the promised land, they came back and 10 of them were like, yeah, no, we can't do it. <laughs> we can't overcome these giants. And so the Israelites wandered around for 40 years, 40 years, y'all, that is a long time. But they waited to get their promise. And some of them had already gone on, right? By, by the time that promise was fulfilled. But the Lord made that promise and he did come to pass. So you might wait for a long time, right? Yeah. But also we might wait because of choices that we've made right. as well. Just like that Second Peter scripture says um, that some of us haven't come to repentance, right? Um, so, so I would just encourage you today, friend, maybe you're waiting on something. And I would just say, go before the Lord and say, Lord, you know, I'm waiting for such and such. What do I need to do in the meantime? What do you, what would you have me do in this waiting season? Um, is there something else that I need to look at? Is there something else that I need to repent of? Just reveal it to me, God, because not only do I want this promise to come to pass, but I want the fullness of this promise and I want it to be in your timing, Lord, whatever that looks like. And if you could go to the Lord humbly with with lots of humility and maybe talk to a sister talk to a brother in the lord for encouragement i guarantee you even in this waiting you'll be thanking the lord and praising the lord and because like alicia said you'll be strengthened through it right and one thing my encouraging thing for this session is it's it's never too late yeah and no matter no matter what you've done what you've been through where you came from as long as you have a heart of repentance yeah and you repent it's, it's never too late. And you're willing to do the work. Yes. Too. The work. You that That's the big key. You have to be willing to do the work. And be open. Yeah. Be vulnerable. And find, find you someone that you can be open with, that you can, that you can just, be, that you can just get raw with. Right. Be yourself completely. Yeah. It's so necessary. And y'all, I, I say it a lot, but please get plugged into a house of the Lord. Yes. A true house. Um, the word says to forsake not the assembling of one another and i would just encourage you it's it's not it's not just a it's not just about you and 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 um being helped and it is and i want you to be helped but like alicia said earlier we're all gifts we all have things to bring so uh, the church needs you too um and so it, it will be a give and take so i just encourage you to get plugged into the house of the lord um alicia i think that was a great way to end it is there anything else that you want to add before we close today the only thing is don't just be a hearer of the word be a doer of the word and get revelation of jesus christ for yourself don't just let someone tell you because once you get that revelation for yourself and you know that you know that you know mm. it can't be taken from you amen amen no matter what the devil says no, no matter what a person says That's right. that cannot be taken from you amen so as always we'll close with our blessing may the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in jesus christ's name Amen. Amen.